Do you ever feel burned out with work? Or that your passions and interests aren't in alignment with your personal or professional goals? My name is Jake Sudnick, and on Finding Self with Jake, I will share advice that's helped improve my life and the stories of others who have created the life that they want. In doing so, my goal is to help you live a life that aligns with the things that you want. Let's get to it. Hey, everybody, how are we doing today? So in today's episode, I'm going with a little bit of a less traditional format. So a lot of times I come in here to talk to you guys, and I already have a very concrete map of some steps and plans and things that we're going to talk about. This episode is going to be a little bit different because I'm shooting from the hip a little bit here and just wanted to really talk about I guess this conversation is more feeling-based than anything. So let's get right right into it. The, the idea that I had centered around today, and I was having trouble formulating what kind of topic to turn this into. I'm sure there's a lesson to learn here, and maybe we can do it together, you and me. So I wanted to discuss learning from mistakes. Now, I... I again, hadn't prepped any specific material on this, but was just deciding that this felt like something that I needed to discuss today based off of a thought that I had yesterday. So I, I was I was laying in bed and I was kind of thinking about some of my you know, past decisions in life and really where I am in life today versus you know some thoughts of where I might actually want to be or where I want to be going. And I think it's important that as people, we have to recognize that we do have times that that things aren't exactly like we expect. And I've struggled with this in my life. Sometimes I get a little bit down on myself thinking about where I should be and, you know, have I have I done the right thing? And the reality of, of everything is that we really can't change where we are currently due to, you know, we can't go back and change things to change where we are currently, but we can change where we're going. And that's an important thing to remember if you ever start feeling down, because I can tell you last night, one of the thoughts I had had when I was lying in bed, I was kind of considering some of my past decisions. And early on when I started working on starting up my own business, my own real estate business, I got very, very fixated on being successful. So much so that I cut out a lot of the people in my life previously that I was really, really close with. And I I deeply, if I have one thing, just one item in my life I would have done differently, this would probably be that thing. And what I mean by that is if, if I had the choice to have done better at staying in touch and keeping in contact with those people throughout that time in my life, if I could go back and do that again, that is one change I would absolutely make. So I've made efforts in the past you know, several months to start trying to reconnect with some people that I hadn't been in touch with in a long time and just get back out there and see if I can rekindle some of the friendships that I had. And even, you know, the, the tough part is after a lot of time passes, some people are able to just pick right back up and you have this incredible uh, relationship that, it's it's almost like time didn't pass at all. And other times, you feel a little bit like you kind of let something go. You let something important go. And that, that feeling's tough because 
we do grow and we can grow in different directions from people. So when I say learning from mistakes, maybe mistakes isn't the right term, or, or maybe it is. But the, the point of it being is when we have actions that we take in life that we feel we would like a different outcome, it's important to recognize what those are because if we don't, if, if as people we do, don't recognize those things and make changes to them, it's very, very likely that we're going to continue on the same path and there's nothing stopping you from doing that same thing again. And I, and I think about that now, the people that are in my life currently and how much that they mean to me and days that you know maybe I'm feeling a little bit worn out, uh, still taking the effort to make sure that you are there and present for the people in your life that you care about is incredibly important. It's important if they matter. And you have to make that decision personally who matters in your life and who you want to be there. But it is important to make that effort to include them. And sometimes it's acknowledging, like for me, I've had times in life where I was struggling with whether it's my anxiousness or being depressed where I didn't want to make an effort to reach out to people. And I just sat with, if they're not talking to me, then they probably don't want to talk to me. And I, I had left it on everyone else to always, you know, the, the bear, I guess, bearing the effort to engage a friendship. And any friendship and any relationship works two ways. So being able to acknowledge that you can't just have one-sided relationships, you're going to have to put some effort in to get something back out of it is typically really, really important. And if there is ever a relationship that you have that the other person does put the majority of effort and, and is kind of carrying you, I, I'd strongly suggest to do something to show appreciation to that person because I, I would bet it would go a really, really long way with them, even just a little bit. And when I say effort, it doesn't have to be grand gestures. Sometimes it's just talking to someone and letting them know what they mean to you, expressing those things, and then explaining where you're at so they have an expectation of, of you know, what kind of communication they might receive. So to take a little bit of a step back here, I wanted to elaborate on that thought that I had, I had mentioned. I believe I've mentioned this a few times before in talking about how when I, when I started my business, I had kind of wrote off a lot of people that I cared about. And, and it's not that I wrote them off as people, I just simply didn't make time for them. I put my work before everything else. I put my career, my success. Um, the reality of it is I put trying to find a way to make money. And then once I started making money, I let that take control of me to the point where it was, it, it, it felt like it was more centered in, I just have to do this and to, to be the best, to, to achieve this this thing that is uh in the end of the day was just it was just how much money can i make and i didn't really care outside of that you know keeping in touch with people was not as important to me i talked to the people that were directly around me and to be fair i i, I still did spend time with people but it was the people that were in very close proximity to me and were low effort and typically were the people that always asked me to do something. I found a lot of my effort through, through the day always came to reaching out to people. I was 
working and doing a lot of cold calling, like three hours a day, most days where I'd be on the phones and, you know, having difficult conversations and constantly just like going after and chasing things. And then it came to the point where putting effort in relationships outside of my work felt stressful for me. It felt like it was a lot of work to do this extra thing. The the funny thing is whenever I actually did it, it didn't feel that way. But in my head, in my head, I had convinced myself that this work or that having friendships was extra work, which is a crazy thought, an absolutely crazy thought. And it it was in no way taking away from any of these these people that had been really good to me. In fact, one of the reasons I I felt particularly, I, I still feel particularly bad about this was in some of the really great friends I had, like when I was working at the restaurant um, waiting tables before I got started in, in real estate. I remember through like my first six months, those folks that I was friends with, you know, paying for some of my dinners and helping me get started, um, helping, <laughs> really helping me keep going in this endeavor that I took on. And they were, you know, the emotional support for me at the beginning where I, I, I just let it go. And once I s- things started taking off, I felt that I had never really truly paid back those folks. And, you know, friendship isn't, isn't something where you count, you know, favors. It's not typically something like where you're going back and forth and say, well, they did something for me. I have to do something for them. But there is something to be said about the people that help you showing proper appreciation and gratitude for those people. So, I really did not do that on the level that I wanted to. And and I, I do still regret that today. That's that's a change that if I could make one change in my life would be to go back and, and fix those things. And in fact, in just talking about this today, it's become clear to me that something I need to do to help me get to a better place mentally to, you know, and again, this isn't, this actually is beyond just myself. This is something where I think as a person, it's very important to reach out to the people that you have had meaningful relationships and people that have helped you and acknowledge the fact that they did help you and that they matter. So I've got some, I've got some homework for myself already after just a few minutes of talking that I'm going to have to get into, which is really going to be centered around reaching out to some people from my past that have been very important to me and making sure that I acknowledge the fact that they they were and that they know that. You know, at this point, it's years ago, so it'll probably seem crazy. It's kind of funny because I've had conversations like this in the past where when I was being coached through my business, um, one funny thing that we always talked about is people will typically you know, remember the way that you make them feel. And even though tough things can happen and difficult things can happen, now this was in the context of a transaction, but I think this applies to everyday life too. If you're a person that in the time you spent with someone, you made those people feel good, you cared about them, even if you didn't maintain things the best way, people remember how you made them feel. And what I'm saying is 
So in those business transactions where I'd be working with someone to buy or sell their home and things would get ugly in a transaction, you know, it wouldn't quite go as planned. There would be an issue that came up. I would get really caught up in it. And sometimes it would be emotionally and mentally draining for me. And one of the things that you do in a sales type industry is after a transaction is closed, it's normal for that person to stay in touch with the people that they worked with, you know, whether that be through the occasional phone call, text, email, social media, whatever it is, a lot of different ways to do it. But the point is that typically if, if, if you wanted to keep that person as a client long-term, you would continue staying in touch with them just for the you know, occasional reminder to say hello, check in, make sure that they, if they need anything, they're taken care of. That's you know, long-term customer service in any kind of like service-based industry. I would get so, so in my head about calling people back if something went wrong at all in the transaction, you know, after it closed six months, a year later, whatever it would be. I would get so in my head about talking th to them again. And the funny thing is, at, at one point, I remember my coach pushed me enough to finally get me to do it and said, okay, just you know, make a list of the ones that you think were really bad. And if you call them, you can, you can write it off and just say you'll never have to talk to them again if it goes poorly. Don't worry about it. And within just a phone call or two, I found out, number one, most of these people didn't remember the thing that, that I was so worried was just this like big problem to them. Or at least it wasn't on the forefront of their mind. They weren't concerned about it. In fact, they were happy to hear from me. So I had created this whole story and narrative in my head of this idea that I thought people would have of me before I even gave them the chance to, to say what it is that they thought about. And funny thing, when I talked to them, they were happy to hear from me, like I said. They even sent me more people to work with because they thought they... They, they considered it a good experience still. So what a eye-opening and crazy, crazy thought that was. So as I'm saying, you know, what I, what I had mentioned earlier about friendships, I'm, I'm thinking through this, and I, I've got to say, if, if we apply that same thought process, you and I, if we apply that same thought process to everything in our lives, quit trying to fill in the gaps of what with what you think for other people's story right quit trying to fill in the gaps with all of your crazy thoughts and 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 things that you put in your head with and fill in other people's story before you've even given them the chance to have a conversation with you before you've even given them the chance to speak their mind how many times do we do this where we're telegraphing a conversation before it's even happened. And this can be in every single aspect of our life. There's something that really can go a long way with allowing a person the chance to speak their own mind and share their own thoughts with you. Don't give them what to say. Allow them the chance to say what it is that they want to say. And Stop worrying so much about something before you've even started the conversation. That's, that's a good thought for my anxious uh, friends out there like myself. Don't, don't try and fill in the blanks before you even get started. Just sit, start the conversation. 
and be ready to to talk to them. All you have to worry about is just mentally preparing yourself and saying, I'm ready to have a conversation now, and then allow that conversation to happen. Who knows? Maybe they will be upset with you, and it'll give you the chance to finally apologize for the thing you were worrying about. Either way, it's all positive that comes from it. And worst case scenario, like my coach a long time ago told me, if it's a really bad conversation and it really truly does go as horrible as you thought, then you don't have to keep having that conversation. You can be done with it then. And in some way, isn't it a lot easier to just have that tough conversation and get it over with if it, if it is a bad one rather than let it mentally lay with you forever where you're constantly just dreaming of or, or thinking about this, this anguish that you could potentially have. And this primarily is about people that are either going to be in your life no matter what, you know, if it's where you work or it's a situation where, you know, you've got someone in your life that is going to be there and you have to have that conversation. Or if it's someone that you need to either clear the air with or need to address to feel like you're moving forward. You know, there's there's a lot of different circumstances, so I'm not going to try and give a bunch of different hypotheticals here, but you know what applies to you and what conversations you would need to have to feel comfortable in your life. So consider this anytime you're having those anxious and racing thoughts about, uh, should I, should I be talking to this? You know, should I have this conversation? Should I talk to this person? Sometimes pulling the bandaid off and having the tough talk right away is a lot easier than sitting with that thought and letting it, you know, beat you up mentally. So get in there, have the conversation. Why not? And if there's somebody who you've been wanting to talk to, but think that they might not want to hear from you, stop making that decision for them. They haven't even said it yet. Unless they have, then I guess that's another conversation. <laughs> but most of the time, if they have not, if, if you're putting this in, in your, if you're putting this in your own head, Allow them to have the conversation with you so you can talk it out. And who knows, you might find a really good friendship could still be repaired or that your your friendship that you thought was gone might still be as alive and intact as ever. It just needs to be rekindled a little bit. So get out there and do it. I, I, I love that thought. And honestly, this is something I've, I'm literally working through in real time as I'm talking to you today because... It's just something that's been on my mind. And that's what this show has been for me. I love, I absolutely love the interviews I've been having and getting to sit down with people. I love when I get to have what are these mini almost coaching type sessions where I'm talking about helpful tips and reminders. But one other thing that's super important to me that I think is at the heart of what finding self is, is real time journaling and realizations and you guys get to sit here and sit in on my thoughts so this is one of the most important parts of this show for me and i, I would still want to work in these episodes and i want to know if if it's if it's something that you like hearing so if you do you know comment tell me let me know message whatever it is let me know if this is the type of thing that you would like to hear more of because i genuinely really like these little journaling episodes where i'm just working through thoughts and and you get to sit down and I hope we're working through some things yourself. I've found in posting these type of monologue type shows, I, I typically get a lot of responses of people saying, you know, I felt exactly like that. Or I've, I've had 
you know, similar challenges and, and they want to discuss it more. And sometimes they want to come on the show and talk about it. And, and that's the stuff I just absolutely love. It's, it's so great to me. So I don't know that that even touches the topic that I had brought up earlier, which was, you know, oh my gosh, what was, what was my topic? I, I got on such a rant, I completely even forgot what my topic was supposed to be about. Lear learning from mistakes. It's funny. So in my notes, which I typically prep before the show, I wrote, learning from mistakes, dot, dot, dot. No topic, just talk. Is this a mistake? Is this show a mistake I'll learn from? I guess we'll find out when I post it and start getting some feedback. But I guess uh, a closing thought on trying to learn from your mistakes. Acknowledging that you know, we made a mistake is very important, just like we talked about this whole episode, which is you know, uh, not filling in the blanks for other people. If you truly do feel that you've messed up, it's still important to reach out. And uh, this is another thing I actually learned through my, my coaching was in situations where we feel that we wronged someone or we feel that we were at fault for anything, it's important to address those people. And again, con confrontation in a healthy manner is so important. If you can, if you can master healthy conf confrontation in situations where you honestly do make mistakes, that's a skill that can take you really, really far in life. Being able to say, hey, I think I messed up or I might have hurt you or was I wrong in doing this? And having you know that thought, being able to apologize to the person genuinely, say, you know, I'm sorry because I just have not been able to get over how this conversation went. It's made me feel absolutely terrible and I'm sure you know, if, if I felt like that, you may have felt like that. So I just wanted to say I'm sorry and hope that uh, hope that in doing so, this helps, you know, us uh, repair our relationship or, or whatever it might be. You know, figure out what that what that is for you. But having those conversations where you can confront a, uh, a thought that you've had is super important and gosh it can be really powerful too and in in the few times i've i have forced myself to do it in situations where i really felt that i was in the wrong it's been so cathartic in being able to get that weight off of my chest personally and i i hope that in doing so in having that conversation and genuinely coming from a place of wanting to not just help myself but wanting to genuinely apologize to that person, it's, I, I hope it's helped them too, is what I'm saying. I hope that if there was anything that, that was negative between myself and you know, anyone who I felt that I had wronged or had you know, done something to, that there was a positive takeaway there. So I guess to recap, if there's anybody in your life that you think that there may have been an issue with that you could deal with some positive confrontation. That would be some, that would be an interesting challenge for this week. Could you find any positive confrontation you can take on in your life that would help you eliminate an anxiety or get a stressful thought out of your mind? And you know, one, one of these issues at a time we can tackle and slowly become better and stronger people for it. So 
I think that's I think that's a wrap on my thought for today. I hope you guys got something from this. I, I enjoyed talking about this, and I know I've given myself some homework already. So until the next one, I'll talk to you real soon. Listen to the uh, podcast on Spotify and Apple, uh, anywhere that you get your podcasts, and join the Facebook group and follow the Instagram. There's great stuff. I'm going to keep posting there, so uh, we'll be able to talk even more. Look forward to hearing from you soon.